بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمد ونصلي على رسوله الكريم ما بعد قال الله تعالى اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم وما تنفقوا من خير فلانفسكم وما تنفقون الا ابتغاء وجه الله وما تنفقوا من خير وفيدكم وانتم لا تظلمون وقال تعالى وما تنفقوا من خير فان الله به عليم صدق الله العظيم وعن ابن مسعود رضي الله تعالى عنه عن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قال لا حسد الا الا فتنتين رجل اتاه الله مالا فسلطه على هلكته في الحق ورجل اتاه الله حكمه فهو يقضي بها ويعلمها متفق عليه continuing with the verses of the Quran which deal with generosity and magnanimity Allah Ta'ala says in the Quran وَمَا تُنْفِقُوا مِنْ خَيْرٍ فَلِيَنْفُسِكُمْ whatever good you spend it is for yourself as long as you spend it to seek the pleasure of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala and whatever you spend in charity you shall receive the reward in full and you will not be oppressed to some extent we discussed this verse of the quran yesterday interesting allah interestingly in this verse allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says wama tunfiquna illa bitigha'a wajhillah whatever is spent in the way of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is in reality for your own benefit Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will replace it, Allah will reward you, there will be no shortage in the reward. But the condition for spending in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, illa bittigha'a wajhillah, that your spending should be for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As we mentioned yesterday, there will always be the temptation. When a person exhibits generosity, there will be this temptation to look for name and fame. In fact the first awwalu it's mentioned in the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam awwalu man tusa'aru bihi jahannam on the day of judgment the first three individuals nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam didn't say that will be thrown into jahannam jahannam itself is already a wabal and a curse and the heat and intensity of jahannam we cannot even imagine it فَأَنذَرْتُكُمْ نَارًا تَلَظَّى لَا يَصْلَاهَا إِلَّا الْأَشْقَى فِي سَمُومٍ وَحَمِيمٍ وَظِلٍّ مِّن يَحْمُومٍ لَا بَارِدٍ وَلَا كَرِيمٍ Many places in the Quran Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala describes the intensity of the heat of Jahannam and yet Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said مَن تُسَعَّرُ بِهِ جَهَنَّمَ these are the first three people by which the heat of jahannam will be increased in other words they will be made the fuel in order to increase the intensity of the fire of jahannam so not only will they suffer they will become a wabal and a musibah to the rest of the residents of jahannam also and amongst the first three people will be a generous person allah taala will call this person and ask him that why were you generous you would say ya allah i spend in, in in your way for your sake allah dara will say to him kadabta you are lying the angels will also say that you are lying 
you spent for name and fame so that people will call you a generous person and that was already said in the world. So we have to be very, very careful when it comes to spending in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. On the one hand, this chapter deals with the encouragement of inculcating the quality within us of generosity. On the other hand, we see in this verse of the Qur'an, Seek thereby the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala only. Do not fall into the temptation of looking for the wahwa of people, the recognition of people, the acknowledgement of people, etc. Another great benefit of our spending being only for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, sometimes the person who you spent your money on, you gave your lilla to, you gave your nafil charity to, the recipient, sometimes that recipient is not worthy. Maybe he was somebody putting on a show, he had wealth, he wasn't a deserving recipient. Sometimes the recipient is a pious person, sometimes is not a pious person. Sometimes it's a person where you will get great reward for spending upon such a person. Sometimes it's a person where there's no reward for spending upon him. He's not the friend of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, his life is on masiyat. The money which you gave him is going to use it in the wrong avenues, etc. All this in reality will not affect your reward if when you spend, you are spending solely for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So if you spend solely for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the recipient does not meet the criteria of spending but you were sincere, you were doing it for Allah's sake, there was no worldly motivation, then never mind he may have duped you, you will still get your reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The final verse which Imam Nawi rahimahullah brings in the introduction of this chapter وَمَا تُنْفِقُوا مِنْ خَيْرٍ فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ بِهِ عَلِيمٌ This verse in fact enhances the meaning of the previous verse. Allah Ta'ala says whatever good you will spend whatever good you will spend in the previous verse it is two things are mentioned for Allah's sake and, and, and what is mentioned, you will get the full reward. So in this verse, what does Allah say? Allah knows what you are doing. So you will get your reward because it is in the knowledge of Allah. You don't have to worry about people coming to know or you don't have to worry about publicity. What you give with the right hand, the left hand should not know about. Why? Because Allah knows. You, the one for, for whose sake you are doing it, it is in his knowledge. فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ بِهِ عَلِيمٌ Before we start the ahadith, there is one very interesting nuance that is found in the introduction of this chapter that merits a little bit of detail. Imam Nawi rahimullah has brought the heading بَابُ الْكَرَمِ وَالْجُودِ وَالْإِنْفَاقِ فِي وُجُوهِ الْخَيْرِ The chapter which deals with generosity and magnanimity and spending in a good cause. But at the end of it, there is a suffix to the introduction, ثِقَةً بِاللَّهِ تَعَالَى With reliance and trust on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The nature of insan is such, I've mentioned this many times before, that human beings by nature are miserly. We tend to hoard what we have. ہمیں مال جمع کرنا آتے ہیں ہمیں مال خرش کرنا نہیں آتے ہیں We know how to acquire wealth 
We know how to make wealth, we know how to hoard the wealth. We don't know how to spend the wealth. Generosity is something you have to force yourself. You have to make effort upon yourself to become kareem, to become generous. And understand my respected brothers, when we talk about generosity, we are not talking about zakat. Zakat is obligatory. Zakat is farz. Like just now we read Fajr Salah. Fajr Salah, two rakats is farz. Then there is two rakats sunnat e muakkada. Zohar Salah, four rakats is farz. Before that there is four rakats sunnat e muakkada. Then after the four farz is another two rakats of sunnat e muakkada. Then there is two rakats nafil. So it is actually twelve rakats but four rakats is farz. Now when will we call somebody a pious musalli? If he comes to a masjid, only reads his two rakats, farz of fajr, four rakats, farz of zohar, four rakats, farz of asr, three rakats, farz of maghrib. If he only discharges the faraid, the obligation of salah is discharged. But for him to rise in the rank of musallis, he will have to go beyond the faraid. In exactly the same way, when a person discharges his zakat, you will not call such a person a generous person. Zakat itself is obligatory. It's farz. There's no getting away from it. Two and a half percent you have to spend. Generosity starts when you rise above that two and a half percent. Like we said, human nature is such that generally human beings are miserly by nature. They tend to hoard and hold on to their wealth. Generosity is something you have to force yourself. You have to develop generosity. Now, a very important ingredient and criteria which will instill within us the ability to become generous is what Imam Nawi rahimahullah has mentioned at the end of the heading of this chapter, Thiqatam Billah. We have to learn to have reliance and trust upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When you part with your money, shaitan instills fear in you. This money is here for a reason, it's protection, it's security. This money is there to fulfill my needs. This money is there as, a, as, as something I can rely upon for the dangers that lie ahead. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, I don't know what's going to happen the next day. These are the thoughts that come in the mind of a human being. If I give my money away, I'm giving in our thinking, I'm giving away my protection. I am giving away something that I can rely upon. So, in, what is required for us to do that is to put our reliance and trust upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If the reliance and trust is there upon Allah, Allah gives us a beautiful example in the Quran. وَكَأَيِّمْ مِّن دَابَّةٍ لَا تَحْمِلُ رِزْقَهَا اللَّهُ يَرْزُقُهَا وَإِيَّاكُمْ وَهُوَ السَّمِيعُ الْعَلِيمُ Allah says, look at the animals. Which animal you see keeping anything back for the next day? What the animal has today, it eats it. Doesn't hold it back, doesn't store it for the next day. So Allah says to you, La tahmilu rizqaha. That animal does not store its risk for the next day. Why? It has this complete trust. Allah yarzukuha wa iyakum. That the Allah who fed me today will feed me tomorrow. In the same way, if you spend in the way of Allah today, does it mean your wealth will get finished? No. That Allah who gave you to spend today will give you tomorrow. In fact, your spending will become a means of Allah giving you even more. This is what is thiqatam billah. 
placing your reliance and your trust upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because what does Allah say in the Quran? Inna Allah la yadhlimu mithqala dharra wa intaku hasanate yudha'ifha wa yu'ti min ladunhu ajran azima. Allah Ta'ala says, I will not oppress you. To what extent? To what extent will Allah not oppress you? Allah says, Mithqala dharra. Allah says, I will not oppress you equivalent to a grain of mustard seed even. Whatever good you do, whatever good it is, yudha'ifha. Allah says, we will multiply it. We won't just give it back to you, we will multiply it. And we will give you a great reward. So place your trust upon Allah. Man ja'a bil hasanati falahu khayrum minha. Whatever good you do, whatever you spend in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, not only will Allah give it back to you, Allah will give you back many times. And it will be khayr, it will be barakah for you. And Allah will not oppress you. Allah knows what you are doing. So thiqatam billah. Without reliance and trust upon Allah, it is impossible to become generous. Without reliance and trust upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's treasures, it is impossible to part with your wealth and spend it in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah give us no fix.